welcome to the Harding Academy in the Loop podcast. I'm your co-host, Scott Brazil, joined as always by my good friend, Trent Williamson. How are you doing, Trent? Doing great. Good morning, Scott. How's everything going? Fantastic. I love the month of December, and here we are, finally. Christmas Man, break is around the corner. It is right upon us. I can't believe November flew by as fast as it did. It did indeed. So, before we get too far along, though, we got some good news to share. Can you tell us the good story of the week, Trent? Yes. On Tuesday uh, of this last week, the Daily Memphian did a feature article in their sports uh, page on a girls' basketball team. Um, and it was a great article uh, about the dynamics of our basketball team, about the leadership of our coach, Coach Malone, who does a great job. But the unique feature of our girls' basketball team this year is that we have four sets of sisters that are involved with our varsity basketball team. And so the article is great. I encourage you to go to the Daily Memphian and look up uh, the article about the Harding Lady Lions basketball team, uh, the leadership of Coach Malone we're thankful for. It's just a great uh, – it gives a great look, too, into um, Hardy Academy, you know, what we're about, and, and that's family and community. So it was really, really cool. Man, that's awesome. Well, we're going to dive right in as we continue to still strive to meet our shorter run times. So here is our Student Spotlight of the Week. We're here with our Student Spotlight of the Week with senior Jonathan Dance. So, Jonathan, can you tell us how long you've been at Harding and maybe who your favorite teacher is? Hey, what's up? So, I've been at Harding since, I'm trying to think, the 2008-2009 school year. So, counting from 08, graduating in 24, I've been here, dang. What, what grade did you come here in? I was 18 months. Wow, so you've been here the whole time. Pretty much. You're a lifer. Except, except for my third grade year because I moved away. Mm-hmm. In fourth grade, I came back. So, uh-huh. so yeah. a long time, long time. Very right. long time. All right, favorite teacher. Favorite teacher, obviously, Ms. Acock. Why? Because I love drama, and she's the drama teacher. And plus, like, Ms. Acock is kind of like a mom. I remember my sophomore year during Little Women. She literally texted my mom because I didn't have a water bottle at rehearsal, and she made sure that I was taking care of myself and not to get too emotional or whatever. So, actually, this coming Saturday is going to be a year. This is on December 2nd. I lost my granddad. And so she was one of the few teachers from Harding that actually called to check up on me and my mom during our time of bereavement. And so she goes extra mile. That's great. All right. And then, Jonathan, can you tell us your uh, a favorite Harding memory? Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> it's so many. Like Dr. Brazil said, I've been here a very long time, seen a lot of things, met a lot of people. I am proud of the line. This is going to be, this is my last year. Make sure ain't no little kids watching, listening to this. Hopefully ain't no little kids watching this. I'm sorry. But yes, I am proud of the Lion. And so during my very first pet rally during my sophomore year, this was 2021. So this was during COVID, right? So a lot, all of the pet rallies were on the football field, correct? Mm -hmm. So what the people in charge failed to tell me was that they were running wagons. This was like a fall thing pep rally. So they sometimes run wagons for the little kindergartners or whatever. And so what happened was I was doing my thing. I was running and skipping. And so all of a sudden I trip and then I go down, right? So I look. So the way you see outside of that costume, you have a vision point out of the mouth. But then again, it's covered with tool netting. So 
just to make sure the kids don't see your face or whatever. So I look outside of the mouth. I see I tripped over a wagon with two children on it. <laughs> right? To make matters worse, one of the little girls was a former, was the daughter of a former Hardy employee. <laughs> Can, am I allowed to drop names on here? Yeah. Alana Mazel, I am very sorry. <laughs> I tripped over Adele. I'm, I'm sorry. You, you always bring it. No surprise. All right. Time for one last question here. What do you plan to do after you leave us here at Harding, and how has Harding prepared you for that? Okay, so this is going back to theater and Ms. Acop. Mm -hmm. I want to be an actor when I grow up, either on Broadway, a national tour, or TV and film. Or I would really like to go to the West End. West End, if you don't know what that is, that is London's equivalent to Broadway. Same basic production aspect <laughs> or whatever. So, yeah, an actor in some way, shape, or form. And the, I'll say the way Harding has prepared me has, I guess, has provided me opportunities. This past May, I got to go to what was called the Orpheum High School Musical Theater Awards. And me and two other students, Reagan Hunter and Brooks Tomlinson, who graduated this past year. So, yeah, I got to, we got to perform in the show. Brooks was nominated for an award. I actually won an award. I received what was called the Jalen Award. And so, yeah, I got to, me and Reagan got to perform in the opening and closing numbers of the show, and I got to network with a lot of cool people, got to do some really cool things. So, yeah, I feel like I, I owe it to Harden because they provided me with all these, like, wonderful opportunities and stuff. So, I, that, I guess that's how the school's prepared me. Jonathan, it's always a blast to talk to you. I hope you have a good rest of your day, and I will let you go back to class now. And welcome back. We're now ready to dive into our main topic for today, which is ever exciting parent surveys. Parent surveys? What are you talking about? Yeah. You may not know this. You don't receive this survey. You're no longer a Harding parent, Trent. But uh, those of us who have children in the system, we get a lot of parent survey requests and reminders and follow-ups. I It'd be hard for me to forget that I was supposed to have taken a parent survey for both little lower lower school and little Harding. So. No, I'm just kidding. I know that parent surveys are really, really critical. Uh, I do not have to take them anymore, but I do read every one as they come in. And we have with us this week the expert on Harding Academy parent surveys, uh, Mrs. Ann Nowlin, our director of enrollment and uh, development. Mrs. Nowlin, thank you for joining us. Ann, we'll just call you Ann if that's okay. That's quite all right. Thank you for being here. Uh, we want to talk about this week uh, the importance of parent surveys. Like, why, why do we do them? Why do you think it's important that we even do them? Some schools would say, you know, uh, it's kind of threatening because uh, we ask people to give us their honest feedback on all sorts of topics. Uh, why do we think it's important at Harding Academy to hear back from our parents? The good, the bad? and even the ugly sometimes. Well, parent partnership is one of our five core pillars at Harding. Um, so uh, putting out a survey is just one of the ways um, that we can strengthen that partnership. So we wanna hear the uh, open and honest feedback from parents. That's why uh, you can fill it out uh, anonymously or you can provide your name either way. Um, we just want access to the information. Um, so again, every response and rating is read by the leadership team uh, and followed up on throughout uh, the year. And we 
always provide back kind of a summary of the results uh, after the first of the year, after we've had the time to kind of identify trends uh, so that you know as parents that it doesn't just go into a black hole that we just ask and nobody pays attention. Um, we want to make sure we can communicate out um, what we have discovered through um, putting the survey out to parents. Yeah, so this is an annual tradition for us. Usually we kick it off in November. Is that right? Yes. Uh, we just wrapped it up. I think last Friday was the deadline for this year's parent survey. Uh, we will take the next several weeks, uh, maybe even months, uh, to look at all the data. Uh, and as you said, to identify the trends that are most uh, pressing, the things that keep coming up that we need to address. Now, anytime you ask for somebody's feedback, uh, whether it's a parent survey, whether it's your husband on the outfit you're wearing. Sometimes that feedback, right, uh, is honest, and you have to discern, okay, is this something that I need to pay attention to or not? So how do we deal with all of the feedback that comes in, even that, that feedback that is, can be real critical of certain things that we do? Well, anything that we see coming through multiple times, so it's not just one a survey response, but we there's a handful. Um, it definitely catches our attention, so we would definitely identify that as a trend. So if multiple parents are feeling the same way, then we need to investigate what's going on, uh, what might be causing uh, said trend, um, and then develop a plan um, to correct if we need to. Mm -hmm. We and last year, or a couple years ago, we saw some feedback from our rising fifth to sixth graders uh, that that transition was um, a little bit bumpy. So we put together a focus group even after the survey to get even more information to help us identify a plan uh, to make that transition smoother. And so, again, that's just another step kind of in our parent partnership. Sometimes it doesn't end with the survey. Sometimes we ask even more of our parents um, Again, it's not unusual for us to put together a focus group to get even more information so that we can develop a plan uh, to make improvements where we need to. And that's, that's what I would say we're very interested in is uh, getting better. Like we, we don't claim to have all the answers. We don't claim to be perfect. Uh, in fact, we know there's a lot of areas we need to work on. And that parent partnership is so important because uh, that is the time when we ask for parents to give us that honest feedback. And so your work with that is so, so important, and we're grateful for uh, the opportunity to, to gather that data every year, uh, to take a serious look at it, and to come up with plans. Also, I would say, to celebrate, right? It's not always just how are we going to fix something. It's to celebrate the great things that are going on, and there's so many great things going on at Harding Academy, and so we're grateful that we have the opportunity to, to collect that and, um, and to be encouraged by that as well. I'll tell you, one of the things, Trent, that I really appreciate about the survey process, the way that it's done here at Harding, is uh, the data that we have that lasts for multiple years. Like when we go through these results and we get to track improvements in certain areas, right? Like we're able to see, well, this was an issue three years ago, but look at how it's charted up the last three years because of these initiatives. Or maybe this is flatter than we expected based off of what we're doing. Maybe our initiative to improve that maybe isn't working and we need to try something different having that real kind of data outside of just you know a car line conversation right. that kind of impacts your your mindset right having the real data to help you know so it's so important that parents take the time to fill these out 
Um, even if you've done it before, or maybe you do or do not have any particular frustrations or praises for that year, like year over year, that data just helps us so much make determinations and decisions. Right, right. And I, I want to go back and say, you know, I'm sure that James never criticizes Ann's outfits. Um, would never, he, never, never, never would he do They're that. Always a ten out of ten. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, and so I think it's important also for us to to talk about just a little bit uh, the timeline. Okay, the expectations. I, I think it is really critical for us to understand. Sometimes when things are identified that we need to fix, it's not an overnight fix. So, Ann, you want to talk about how patience is important as we work through that process. Yeah, so we, we do set a goal each year of sharing a summary of the results, uh, usually within a week or two of us getting back after the first of the year. So in early January, you should hear back, so you'll at least know the things that we are actively working on. And again, depending on the nature of those things, uh, some may be a real quick fix. Uh, I'm thinking of one in particular I've already read that I know we can fix immediately. Um, and then some may take more time, but our goal is to communicate with you uh, throughout the year, uh, depending on what those things are. So the first you'll hear back is beginning of January and then throughout the year uh, as needed based on what we hear. I think also it's really important to uh, to emphasize in our, our model of parent partnership that you know, we are collecting feedback all the time. You know, we're not asking people to wait until November uh, to provide any kind of uh, critical feedback or feedback that would help us be better. Uh, that process is something that is ongoing, and we ask for you uh, parents to, to feel free to shoot us an email to come in and, and talk. We love to meet in person. Um, in fact, I think that's much more uh, effective is when you can sit down with someone across the table and, and try to, you know, solve problems together. I guess my point in saying all that is uh, the reason why parent partnership is so important is because it takes all of us working together uh, to get the very best out of that. Sounds great. And with that, we conclude our main topic of the day. We're getting ready to dive into our faculty spotlight. All right, we're here for our faculty spotlight of the week with Jesse Cox. So Jesse, can you tell us a little bit about how long you've been here and what you do here? Sure. I have been here for two years. Uh, this year I'm teaching 8th grade American history and 10th grade American history and a criminal justice class. All right, and what do you enjoy most about working here at Harding? I think the thing I enjoy most is at any point in teaching I am able to just drop what I'm actually talking about and talk about these kids uh, walk with Christ and just being able to um, discuss things that they're concerned about and being able to put a biblical you know spin on things and being able to encourage people to love one another and love God and that's pretty much my favorite thing about being a teacher here. <laughs> awesome and then uh, your friend fun random question if you could be any animal at the zoo not in the wild but in the zoo which animal would you be and why? Oh that's a tough one. Um, I would probably be the Hmm, I'm going to say the rhinoceros. The one at the Memphis Zoo that I always see is, it seems like he doesn't do much except for kind of stay in that one little area, and he would probably be the one least angry about not being able to move around as much. And so I think just being lazy, if I was a rhinoceros, I'd be lazy enough to be just content with sitting there and eating and not having to, you know, be constrained by where I am. 
Great answer. All right, thanks for your time, Jesse. Have a great rest of your day. And that was our faculty spotlight of the week. So now we're getting ready to wrap up. We've got so many opportunities for you to visit campus in the next week. It's part of the holiday season. Things really get rolling around here. Um, yes, we have got, it's way more than two. Yeah, so it's quite a few. So let's get started. First one is tonight, Monday night, December 4th, we've got our chorus concert for our middle and high school choruses Come and be blown away by what Mr. Brandon and Ms. Campbell have been working on with these guys. It's going to be great. 6.30 tonight, uh, all, all choruses, uh, Christmas concert. Come out and support our chorus program. That's right. Thursday, December 7th, if you are a little Harding parent, you do not want to miss this. Breakfast with Santa, the big fella. The big fella is going to be here. Whew. And I know him. It, I know him also. I know him. It's going to be great. <laughs> Breakfast with Santa, 7 to 9. Is that right? At 7.30. 7.30. 7.30, mm -hmm. 7.30 to 9 at Little Harding on Thursday, December 7th, this, this upcoming Thursday. We hope to see all Little Harding parents and families there. It's going to be a great time. That's right. And then Friday, December 8th at 9.30 here at the Cherry Road Campus, we've got our annual Christmas sing-along. This is something you've got to attend. Oh. Parents, we invite all parents, uh, especially even if little Harding parents, mm -hmm. come out to the sing-along. Uh, 9.30 at our auditorium. Uh, Colby Canterbury does a great job with our senior wind ensemble, um, and the seniors get involved. We sing all the, the notable Christmas tunes, mm -hmm. Christmas carols, uh, and it's a great time for our school community. Come out, uh, parents, grandparents, invite your friends. Uh, Friday the 8th at 9.30 in the auditorium. It's going to be great. And then, speaking of our Senior Wind Ensemble, we've got a double feature on Saturday, December the 9th. From 4 to 6 here at Cherry Road, we have the Pottery Sale. And then at 6.30, we've got the band concert. Tell us about that, Trent. Uh, the Pottery Show and Sale is a great time to do some Christmas shopping. So come out and support our uh, 3D art students and the incredible work that they do in the Pottery Studio. You can purchase uh, pieces of pottery that they have created. Uh, and give them as Christmas gifts. We encourage you to come out from uh, 4 to 6 for the Pottery Show and Sale. And then uh, all bands will be giving their Christmas concert uh, uh, that evening, beginning at 6.30 in the auditorium. So make plans to come out and make an evening of it at Harding Academy for the band's Christmas concert and the Pottery Show and Sale. We hope to see you a lot this season. We've got several great opportunities. We've got some great sports events coming up. All kinds of great reasons for you to join us here on campus. We'll drop one more podcast episode next week before going on Christmas break ourselves. So thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.